You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and of course, why it matters. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. All right, we've got a lot of things that we're going to tackle from the legal perspective today. Should a disgraced governor who's never taken responsibility for killing eight times the number of people that the terrorists did on 9-11 be given the reins of power again? We'll talk about it. Plus, Andy McCarthy here on the latest on those warrantless searches. Stay here. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. Yeah, he's playing the role as, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. You know, over the last uh, few days, there have been two stories that I've really been tracking very closely, one on the national level, the warrantless searches of the FBI. But here locally, it has really become a point of fascination. And when my national audience gets a hold of this, they, they kind of are kind of puzzled by all of it, um, that th- there is a there is a disgraced politician who, for many reasons, needed to leave his spot as governor of New York State and has, I guess, gone into his cave and done his penance and thinks he's he's entitled now to resurface. And just some background thinking on, on why this is important to me as you're listening to this today. Um, I'm keenly aware of the failures of humanity and how people constantly make mistakes and try to uh, move on with their life. And sometimes people learn from their mistakes and they grow. And sometimes they avoid responsibility, acknowledging anything that they did wrong and really just want all the power back that they had before. And I think one of the reasons in the 80s and 90s when you had the Ted's, the Ted Swaggerts and you had the Catholic Church scandals and you had these types of things and people were so down on uh, some of the religious leaders of the day is because Sometimes you heard uh, admissions of things that were done, but no apologies. And sometimes you didn't even hear uh, admissions of things that were done. And so there's this thing inside of most of us that just rubs us wrong when somebody comes back and goes, hey, trust me again, even though I didn't really take responsibility for why I should not have been there doing what I was doing to begin with. And nothing could apply more to the former governor of New York State Andrew Cuomo, as he single-handedly signed an order that for 46 days allowed New Yorkers to die at a rate of almost eight times the number of deaths that Al-Qaeda carried out in the 9-11 attacks. And we're talking about the COVID-19 order to put COVID-positive patients inside of nursing homes. Someone we've spoken with on this topic multiple times is Janice Dean of the Fox News Weather Center, and she uh, has rejoined us. And Janice, your conversations with us have been very candid and very moving. Um, But there's an attempt by this politician using sometimes radio hosts, sometimes ones at at my station, sometimes at, at ones at other stations, to uh, get interviews and to promise that the tell-all is going to happen and the real story is going to be told, but something else always seems to happen. What's your What's your take on the rehabilitation that Andrew Cuomo is trying to do to his image? 
Hmm. I loved how you put all of this into your beginning of the opening to introduce me. That's exactly it. That's the bottom line. There was no admission or apology or I will spend the rest of my career writing this wrong. He has always deflected and blamed other people and said, you know, I think he still feels he was the best leader during the pandemic. I think he is a, a narcissistic personality that will never feel like he did anything wrong. Um, but going back to what you said about the rehab tour, it's been going on for some time. He really didn't go away. He really didn't go away for a, a period of months where he could reflect and then all of a sudden come out and do one interview and people were like, oh, oh, I remember him. And okay, yeah, it was always like right away he was trying to get out there into the spotlight again, because I think that's all he's ever known, to, to be quite honest with you. He grew up in the governor's mansion. He himself were, was in the governor's mansion. He's always in, been in politics. The Cuomo name has been out there for decades. Um, so, you know, it's always been part of his dna i guess right uh, but right so when listen anybody can interview him all right that that's the way the world works but i would expect if you're a journalist that you would give him very hard questions um especially like you mentioned when it comes to the nursing homes where we don't have any answers or accountability um, and he still continues to kind of get away with it. You know, like I said, blaming everyone else, um, not really answering the questions and then bringing it back on himself. Um, you know, the most recent interview that he did with Rita Cosby on WABC, he was going on about my father when he died and I blame the doctor. Well, that's not the same. Your father didn't die alone in a pandemic without his family around. Uh, with an order of sick patients going into the place where he lived. Right. You know, it's a completely different situation. And you brought, you know, the, my job up, what I do as a weather person. Well, when a big weather event happens in New York or wherever, there's always an after action review, right? So that we find out what we did wrong so that it never happens again. There has never been an after action of review when it comes to a lot of, you know, COVID mandates, but this one specifically that I believe affected my family. Well, and I want to add just a couple of other pieces of info back into this conversation. When he signed this order, he kind of did it defiantly. There was, there were, there were voices that were advocating that he not do it and he did it anyway. And then as the pandemic wore on, he, during the pandemic, uh, spent time that you would have thought he would have been using to try to solve the pandemic, cure the pandemic, be be a solution provider in the pandemic. But instead, he spent time writing a book mm -hmm. with a huge advance that which um, then uh, in addition to that, um, he, he be, had this like star thing that started coming up. Cuomo sexuals was a word that got invented because people would tune into his 12 noon updates every day. And he won an Emmy for this. And he, he went out and accepted it. Like there were all these things that he was being ingratiated by that were, you know, showering glory upon him when at the end of the day, the 
families of those nearly 16,000 um, people that died were just left suffering. And I just yes. can't accept the fact that if you were the one that signed the order that caused the people to die at eight times the rate of the terrorists of 9-11, and I'm not going to stop saying that because 16,000 people is probably the greatest number of deaths caused by an individual in our state's history. It's very important that we that we remind ourselves of the facts and say, but until there's some sort of responsibility taken, we can't let this happen again. And he can't have the reins of power again. You're absolutely right. And last week I you know, testified in Congress finally um, to raise awareness in Washington, D.C. of what happened, not only in New York, but there were several other governors that yes. had the exact same warning. New Jersey, before. Michigan, lots of states yes. that did it. Yeah. Absolutely. And they probably did it because they followed Cuomo's example. Yes, but we won't find that out unless there is a full investigation with subpoena power. Janice Dean, my apologies and thoughts and prayers continue to be with your family and with the 16,000 people uh, who, who lost loved ones. Uh, we continue to stand in your corner. I'm totally hashtag team weather girl. I'm not going anywhere anywhere on that. I, we, we've got your back and thanks for coming on to talk to us. Well, listen, and thank you for staying on the story because I appreciate it and so do my fans. So do the family members. Yeah, you've got it. All right, Kevin McCullough, we've got a lot more to get to. Stay here.